Yo, it's Brandon, one of the Kaiju Hollywood bad boys, here to tell you we got Mike Kanish of Cocaine Murder Jam fame on, one of the best live shows in Chicago and most crazy. And also check him out on Twitter at CMJ69420. That's right, it's a fun name, because it's a great Twitter account. Also, we're getting ready for that new Godzilla coming out uh, in June, and we're going to put out like an episode right after, so you can hear our takes on the new Hotzilla. It'll probably be good. We'll see. Who cares? Anyways, like and subscribe us or whatever on iTunes. Write a review. We'll read it on air. It's fun. And if you have anything you want to tell us, email us at podzookypodcast at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-Z-O-O-K-Y podcast at gmail.com. And we'll also read it on air. It's fun shit. Anyways, bye. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, big wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all, to the beat. Have a ball. We were cleaning out Barbara's so nice. parents' place Thank a little bit more. more. Of course. Um, and we found this book, and it's fucking dope. Ooh, and it's nice got this book. teamwork. Teamwork is the fuel that allows common people to produce uncommon results. Fuck yeah. Was it mostly empty? It was mostly empty. There's like one page about... I missed. Whatever. Intro, no office, make everything from, everyone helps everyone, funny web... This is the one I want to know about. This one just a bullet point says funny website. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to know, oh, man. It looks ass. older than it. Like, the pages look older than that. Yeah, I think it's pretty old. Alright, are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, we are recording. Also, there's one that says modern dance, cultural (laughs) dance, and then May Gear. May Gear? You know what I think one of these pages should have? You guys ready for this? Big old titties? No. You ready for this? Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) You know where this is going? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now we're ready. Very sick. Fucking that really set us off. Hell yeah. What do you call that? A schwa? So this is the history of this for the listeners at home if we keep this bit in, which is the stupidest fucking thing we've ever done. <laughs> I just made a super ass, if you guys remember from middle school. Yeah. Um, but they also call it the Stussy ass because there's a, a surf company in uh, where called Stussy that was marketing a lot in the 90s and they said they invented it, but they could never prove they invented it. No one truly knows... Where the fucking Super S comes from, or who started it, and that's hmm. fucking beautiful. Really? No yeah. one, like, no historian. What's well, the, that's what's what the it, that's what it said theory. according to a Vice article I, I wrote. Uh, I read. No trapper keeper historians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a trapper keeper historian, contact us at uh, Podsugi at Gmail. Yeah. I guess. At, oh yeah, Podsugi Podcast at Gmail Contact us. Yeah. Also, Trapper Keeper Historian sounds like fucking something I'd watch in Pornhub and blast a load to. <laughs> oh, yeah, big ass load. <laughs> yeah, what you, okay. and you know what? Welcome you to know kids Zoom. don't use Trapper Keepers anymore? In Fortnite, that's all they need. Yeah, Man. that actually is pretty dope. Playing video games in class when their teacher's telling you to learn, you're like, fuck you, teacher, I'm here to game. Yeah, I'm here to um, game, bro. Yeah. Wow. Well, welcome to the biggest blowing of loads that you've ever seen on a podcast, guys. It's Pazuki, the only Christian podcast ever made. My name's Brandon Kirkman. I'm one of your co-hosts, and also, I don't know, load blower. That seems right for this one. Load blower, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean if you're sexually active and not, I don't know. I guess sterile. Do you still come if you're sterile? 
You could come if you're sterile. Yeah, yeah so introduce yourself, Luke. Oh, uh, I'm Luke. Yeah, and I'm wondering if you're sterile, do you still come? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm writing that down. I'm, I'm another one of your co-hosts. Do you produce Martin the Fellsman. group? Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's what I meant. That's that's okay. Uh, and and my name's Mike Kanish. Oh. I'm a guest on today's episode. It's a treat to be here. Thank you. Truly. Yeah. It's uh. It's that was really a perfect fun. film. It was a perfect. <laughs> we'll just start off. We watched Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. It's a perfect film. Um, we'll wait till we get to the reviews to see how that goes still. Uh, we're getting excited because we're recording this one, then I think we're gonna watch either Godzilla 2014 or Shin Godzilla for the next one, and then we're fucking watching the new Godzilla coming out, which I'm excited for. Yeah, that one looks sick. It does? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the, I forgot the name of one of the, oh, Charlie Dance is, like, one of the characters who I think is, like, one of the greatest actors of our generation. Charlie Dance or Day? No, Charlie Dance. Who's Charlie Dance? He played, um... Not Tywin Lannister. Yeah, Tywin Lannister in uh, Game of Thrones. The old, oh, the guy, the the old dude. Oh, the villain, the yeah. villain from oh, Last a, Action Yeah, hero? the villain from Last Action Hero. That's <laughs> fucking <laughs> great film. Benedict, uh... Yeah. Was it just Benedict Arnold? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We should... Okay, this is... For a future episode, we should watch Last Action Hero and debate if it's a kaiju film, because I love that movie. Wait, when you said Benedict Arnold, did you mean Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, I thought like the villain's name is like, Benedict oh, something. Character's name okay. is Benedict Arnold in mm-hmm. Last Action Hero. Let's okay, see I just ha- I haven't seen that movie in so long. You guys so vamp why? Like, sure. it, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You yeah. guys vamp why? Look it up here real quick. I'm pretty sure uh, because it was like a joke. It was a bit like it was a bunch of it was like a bunch of corny stuff that they're unaware of in the action movie. Yeah, yeah I oh, his were... name's just Benedict. That's kind of cool to begin oh, with. Okay. I oh, think. I forgot Tom Noonan plays a role in that. He, he invented oh. he invented the egg dish. Yeah. I know he had a glass eye, too. We've talked about this on multiple episodes before getting this film, too. Have you guys all seen Manhunter? Or Mindhunter, I should say? Oh, yeah, oh. I've seen it. Mindhunter is such a fucking good film. It's the best... It I will honestly argue this. It is the best Hannibal Lecter film of all of the... Oh, that's Manhunter. Mindhunter is that Netflix show they made Oh, yeah, I get that. Ago, okay, Mindhunter. Yeah, Mind- okay, Manhunter. Yeah, <laughs> Manhunter, I have seen that. Yeah. Where, uh, where Brian Cox plays Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Which is my favorite trivia question. My favorite... Like trick trivia question, I always like to ask, like, who was the first actor well, to portray also, Hannibal this Lecter? Is, this is why I want to mention it too, because he plays him so well in that film. Where it's not over the top, but it's a really well acted role. But specifically, the cinematography in Manhunter is so beautiful; it is yeah. ridiculous. Plus, Everybody, go watch Manhunter. Plus, it's got Dennis Farina. Yeah, it. we had a uh, we had a Hobart Thompson on. We watched the thing, and he talked about it for a while. And then I watched it. I'm like, this film fucking rips. Oh. It is. <laughs> oh, that yeah. dude who plays the Tooth Fairy is really he's he's yeah. in a bunch Tom of stuff. Tom Noonan. Like, that's why that's, I mentioned that's it. was. Yeah, yeah, he's a giant. You don't realize when so you we, see him in some movies. What's but... Tom? Okay, who's Tom Noonan? I still don't know. I still... he's the he's a really tall, lanky actor that's played a bunch of weird characters. But oh. also, he was the voice of every character in um, uh, No Melissa. If you saw that one. Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. I totally forgot about that movie. I love yeah. that movie. It's a great film. Oh, let's talk a bunch of other perfect films before I get to this perfect. Man, no, no, yeah. so fucking rule. That was yeah. another movie I saw with the person I was dating at the time, and we were got done, and she was like, "I'm sad. I hated that." It's <laughs> like, I don't. This isn't gonna work out. Like, I don't know what you gotta. You gotta I have. Don't have talk you can have a little smile and spring your step when the film ends with a fucking robot that has jizz coming out of its mouth. Is that really? I forgot that ending. He he buys this like old uh, 
robotic geisha toy for his son when he's on a trip, uh-huh. and it was used for blowing people, and when it starts singing, uh, semen comes out of its mouth. Wow. Oh, that cool. rules. Yeah, it's a great film. That doesn't really spoil anything for the plot, for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's just a very funny, weird way or little thing at the end of it. Uh, I'm going to drink some of your beer, too, Luke. Yeah, go ahead. It's, yeah. it's really good. It's very fruity. Have some of that beer, too? Yeah. Ma- yeah it's all just... This is a communal beer for this podcast. Yeah. It looks like it. Yeah, I um, I was at Wet Cash on Friday, and they put me up, which was pretty cool, too. So shout out to that. But uh, they had this new beer, Half Acre, put out called Bodum. And I think it's like one of the it's best good. IPAs I've had in a it's while. It's really good. It reminds me a lot of Two-Hearted Ale, which is one of my favorites. Mm. Um, there's a lot yeah. of asides before we get to this movie, because you gotta get ready for that perfection. Well, yeah, like, you really gotta warm up. Let's just not... Yeah. Well, what, 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 what is this... Uh, Aaron Godzilla calls the Heisei. The, yeah, the Heisei era, I think. Which, like, they're not... Yeah, they're not very good. They do it by the emperors of Japan that were alive at the time, and that seems kind of fun, too, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I I think you guys have different opinions. I really like this one, still watching it again. It is slow, and it has some issues, and we'll get into the plot of it, but overall, I just really like it for the, just the weird, bizarre imagery all over the film for this one. I mean, I, I want... Uh, sorry, but I, I, wanted, I didn't want to go through pauses first. Space Godzilla looks really fucking cool. Space Godzilla, Space Godzilla, 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 Godzilla does look cool. Yeah. Space Godzilla fucks. He's cool. He's yeah. an alpha dude. Yeah. Um, I really respect it. But he's also like really new agey and that's kind of cool too. Right. I saw him as a constant metaphor for like new age thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you brought up during this film, we're going to mention it now anyways, but about when you were working at a past job and you met a woman who was into crystals in the modern age oh, and shit. Trump. Oh man, yeah. It was wild because it was like, it was like a pretty predictable predictable conversation you'd have with mm. somebody like that who like you just talk about like you know feelings people need to listen to each other more like people need to be nice then and i'm just like listening because i have to because i work at a restaurant yeah so many people don't realize that like if you're like behind the counter like yeah you don't have the option of not having a conversation yeah, with that person yeah. if they're trying to have a conversation yeah. with you oh they yeah. know they know it's 100 percent fake <clears throat> i'm fake as shit at service <laughs> jobs but uh if so we're having this like really bena- like stupid conversation, and she <laughs> but like then, you almost said banal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. I don't want to seem like too much of an egghead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I actually that was my exact thought. <laughs> that was a lame word. They're well, podcast listeners. They don't know what that word means. Yeah. It was a banal conversation, and then it became not though because she fucking dived off the deep end, and we started talking about. The merits of Trump. It was like in 2015 where people were still like, other than QAnon people, still like projecting a bunch of bullshit on him about yeah. like how he's gonna shake shit up. And it was interesting to see somebody go from go from like, like enlightened emotional like centers and into chakras and crystals, but then be like really <coughs> into this like, like cartoon fucking character of a villain. He's gonna get reelected, isn't he? Oh guys? yeah, that's my prediction. I think it's we're fucked. <sighs> and most likely, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. go let's go back to talking about this boring mm. fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. okay. Listen, I'm gonna fucking argue on this film. I love this one. Oh, Here, here's what I'll argue. Yeah. A lot of things in this film are done well, but they're filmed so fucking slowly and plainly. And the yeah, it's like real life, man. It's it's also just fucking confusing. Yeah, it is. And it's so. It's so fucking stupid. I did not have a good time with this movie. Yeah. No. I was I was looking up some of the trivia and it said there was it was meant to be a lot longer. Like yeah, going to be like two fucking and a half hours. Yeah, and I think that would have helped. Yeah. I think you just you just breathe, like give 
Give everybody a little bit of time to act more, more time. You know what? Make it six hours. You have Rain. You have Rain <laughs> 2, the sequel. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, directed by fucking Akira Kurosawa. Yep. Man, I still... I have Ran on a DVD uh, Criterion Collection that Martin gave me graciously. And I always say, this is going to be a great film I'm going to like, and I'm going to watch it one day. And I still have it. And when people mention, do you like Ran? I'm like, yeah, I love the film Ran. <laughs> Ran? Yeah. Because that movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's based on King Lear. Yeah, it's uh, one of Kira Kurosawa's like, more famous late period oh, films. Oh, word. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's color. So it was <laughs> you might remember it with all the color that it was in that. <laughs> yeah. Seven Samurai, you're like, where's that color? It's in Ran. <laughs> well, I'm going to... I will... I will push back against the idea of this movie sucks. I think it yeah, me, I think me and Mike are on pro Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Yeah. We should start I mean, getting... I'll leave it go so far as that I don't think it sucked. I think it's because, like, I didn't watch it, like, at my home in my sweats and stuff. Like, if I would watched it at home, I probably would have had a much fa- more favorable yeah. opinion okay. on it. So, okay. So, but you're getting ready for the podcast, so you have, like, more of a discerning eye for it. Yeah. I guess so. Like, but I like that, like, you could be at home and slightly stoned watching, which we didn't do, but instead we're slightly drunk for this one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's keep going on. Maybe we'll... Okay, maybe. so the film starts off. With we got uh, we got Mickey coming back from all these previous Godzilla films. She's the psychic. Uh, with a, with a very cute pixie haircut. Cute yeah. pixie haircut. Yep. Great fashion. We might just do an early uh, Mothra Pulse Drag Race. Something oh, like in this. No, yeah, let's start it right now. Okay, fucking the jingles there. Mothra Pulse Drag Race. There's a lot of jingles. There's actual real jingles we put in for it. It's like it's not just like me doing that. Yeah, I'm gonna have a real tricky. Yeah, I'm even, very good at mouth sounds. Making, making it look great throughout that whole movie. Every outfit she had just fucking stuff. She starts off in that weird, like the weird like uh, weird pink lab coat she started off with, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Then when we get to the island later, she has a sweet pink uh, like kind of two piece almost looking jumpsuit. Yeah, it looks like a speed suit, but then like you can tell like takes it's off the like top jacket and it's the pants. striped kind of ensemble Stripe, that really matches top. with it. Nice. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe that was like since she'd been just a almost non-essential background character in the last couple of movies and maybe it's like oh I'm like the star now I gotta well, it is weird so over the timeline we have Godzilla versus Biollante where she's a major character mm-hmm. then she shows up in the next one after that which was the Godzilla versus Mothra Not re- she's like barely there and then Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2 she's like there again just barely yeah it always gets so confusing that they call it Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2 but the one before that's not called Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. Right, it's called Terror of Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Fucking politics, man. Well, I don't she, know. Yeah, it's all I think confusing this, this titles. Is, this is Mickey's film this time around. Yeah, this is... She, there, I don't think it could have been clear from, the, from just simply the wardrobe choices. Yeah. Crushing it. Every scene. When, like when they okay when they arrive on the island, everybody looks like a bunch of dipshits in the khaki. Yeah. They're going to go on a safari... Uh, what's his what's his name with the headband? He puts a headband on. And he oh, that's that's Sato. I know. Oh, the wait, the bullet guy's Yuki. Okay, Yuki. Yeah. Yuki is the the crazy old grizzled dude who's like in the almost always homeless attire. And then uh, Sato's like the young hip guy who's dancing to hip hop music on the boat earlier. Oh yeah, he also mm-hmm. looks that's good. Right. Yeah. Because he has, like, a pink sweater and shorts on with a headband, and he has a fucking dirt bike. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that scene. So they were, like, there to get the island prepped for Project T? Yeah, so this basically, we can get back into the plot, because basically yeah. 
Mickey's there at the beginning to set up like, hey, we're working on Project Telepathy, which that's such a first draft of. Because I thought they were like they were like college kids who were gonna get killed by Godzilla, yeah. like they, like a slasher movie. Now they're all thing. fucking like... military class traitors, <laughs> and they all show up there basically. And then Mickey and basically it seems like Sato and Shinjo, who's the other main character. Shinjo's like the kind of the slight love interest with Mickey later on, but that's yeah. all for later. But they're there to get a fucking plant on Godzilla to psychically control him. And then Yuki's there to kill Godzilla. But they're like both like, well, we're either going to kill him or psychically control him. And also, we built a giant robot called Megara that's going to maybe kill him as well. I was so confused by those because, like, who the fuck is in charge? Like, okay, you got these people who their plan consists of, like, Godzilla not dying. Yeah. And then the other guy whose plan is, like, only plan is Godzilla dying. Yeah. And, like, they don't seem to stop each other it's like, a trifecta what? of bad ideas mm-hmm. yeah like yuki was the is the guy who wanted to kill godzilla yeah because in a previous film we saw which was the godzilla versus mothra his friend was killed by godzilla which is one of the few times we've seen like a main character get killed in a film mm-hmm. so which is kind of like we should have figured out they'd bring it back for another film later because it's stupid bullshit writing anyways but mm-hmm. so he's upset he wants to kill godzilla uh, I feel like uh, Koji and Sato, who are the other two heroes of the film, they're just right. there to kind of like pal around and like go with whatever forces. Yeah, they, so just, they just let that guy walk around with a gun because he was grieving. Exactly, oh, yeah. that's my point. Like, why they knew everybody knew that he was there to kill Godzilla, and they didn't try to stop him at all. Yeah, it's like they saw he had clear PTSD, and they're like, "This is pretty radical, dude. <laughs> Let's give him a gun." Well, the it, 90s. it could have been so much better if they'd like if they like put him in like the stockade or something when yeah. they found out he was going to kill Godzilla, and then they, as they're going to try and get the the telepathy enhancer on yeah. the Godzilla, well, he breaks free. And that's why he's This around. is all setting up the whole film because when uh, Mickey shows up there to help out uh, Project Tepley, there's also Dr. Okubo, or Dr. Okubo, who has suspenders on giving off some real fucking creeper vibes. Mm-hmm. Real yeah. creeper vibes, really shitty advice. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Or like Dr. Frankenstein's monster, Frankenstein. Yeah. As everyone knows. <laughs> Oh, uh, but they, so this is like bringing all them together. Also, Baby Godzilla's in the mix, too. Why they're setting up all these traps. Because yeah, who's who lame little Godzilla in these. And yeah, they look great. He's and cute. I, I, I also read in some of the trivia that the person who designed little Godzilla for this movie was like, we could do a TV show focused, aimed towards children, starring little Godzilla. Oh, yeah, so like they, did, they did like a, they did a pilot for, I think it was called Godzilla Island they were going to do in Japan for a little bit. Could be something like that. But yeah, yeah it was very like... Had like big cat eyes, yeah, and very cute, way cuter than Minya. Yeah, okay, what a fuck, what a fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. design. So like, I don't know the older Godzilla films, they had a baby Godzilla too, and it just looks like it was like four extra chromosomes they pumped in Godzilla before it came out. Oh, yeah, sick. it looks like ET if it gotten like, if it's gotten beaten up and had like so, a swollen face. Yeah. So like not cute at all. No. Yeah, not really. Like you're concerned like for a weird it. Way. No, not well. I guess that is debatable. Somebody might be like, weirdly, uh, like mm-hmm. when you see those cats with the smashed in weird faces that everybody likes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or like right. a hairless cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like that's petting a, a penis. That's a, that is, those are good. Yeah, like petting a penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does feel that way. <laughs> uh, my, uh, I, I don't like those cats with the smashed faces, though. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them, but I don't like Minya. I've only ever seen them online. I've never seen them in real life. I think if I saw them in real life, I might be disarmed by it. I had a friend in college who had a really shitty boyfriend that had one of those cats, and I liked that cat a lot. Mm. Okay. That's how I remember it specifically. <laughs> Going down that train of thought. 
but yeah, so going back to the film, we're, we're on the island. They set up all the plot for this as this is all going on. They send Mogera out into space because they saw this weird like rogue signal uh, to test it out. And of course, it's where we're introduced to Space Godzilla. Oh, don't yeah. forget it killed all those astronauts in front of that green screen. Oh, God. So, oh, man, that cutscene was awesome. Yeah, there's a space station where they send in a distress signal, but oh. this is 1994, so it is really bad special effects they do for when well it, it looked started. like a pepsi commercial yeah it is the, the level of skill that was behind it yeah, the drink of our generation mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like there's gonna be a spinning pepsi and they, yeah. the astronaut was gonna go out and grab it and then it turns out to be michael jackson yeah or pepsi man yeah because it is japan yeah it is it's japan, japan. <laughs> uh, but no it's space godzilla and he kills them all so <laughs> and then they basically have this meeting of all these like big generals and like political beings in Japan saying like, well, we got to do something. Let's send out fucking Mogera. Let's check it guys. out. That one white dude with the, he's not missing his front tooth. It's, it's like rotten. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got a cigar too. It's like, I can't wonder like, is that just a white dude who's got a rotten tooth or did they want him to seem gross? So I think they gross. gave him, a, they blacked out his tooth. I mean, also I think probably like, they, I would imagine he, he just auditioned. They're just like, sure, fuck it. You're seeing like two two lines. Mm-hmm. If I was traveling through Japan in 1994 and I went to audition, they're like, you got a fucked up tooth. We're going to put in your Godzilla phone. Like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> he, he's yeah. a sailor who got Shanghai'd yeah. over to Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What? We don't call it Shanghai anymore. That's improper. Shanghai Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is so dumb, but there was, a, there was an episode of The Simpsons. Where, like, they get uh, shanghaied by, like, Japanese pirates. Like, take them to a secret Japanese pirate island, a.k.a. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> they, had some, they had so many stupid good jokes like yeah. that. It was, like, like not super old. It was, like, an early 2000s episode, I believe. I, I've probably even seen that one a long time. Uh, yeah. I just that, that joke always stuck with me <laughs> for some reason. Have you seen all the Simpsons episodes? No, I stopped watching a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. Like most well, people. Martin, you're weak. I, yeah. I listen. I'm a very weak man. That's not one of the reasons. Yeah, I it's I definitely agree because every time I see there's a new Simpsons episode, I'm like, this is still going. Yeah, I yeah. cannot figure out who watches it. It's yeah, still, that, that's, it still makes. Yeah. Hey, lots of people fucking watch The Big Bang Theory. People have bad taste. It's fine. Or it's just be, it, it comes on after something. Yeah. yeah, like they'll finish. Probably like. I don't know. What's it coming? Like six, six o'clock on like Sundays. This is the yeah. last time I remember being on. Mm. Probably like some fucking golf tournament, and then it comes on after the golf tournament. Well, they, 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 they've already, got all the. the I'd rather I'd rather watch balls going in holes, man. They have like, I mean, uh, like absolutely. <laughs> it's in like the middle holes. of like uh, Family Guy and uh, Bob's Burgers, mm. which is still pretty legit. I do like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, Bob's Burgers. yeah. I I kind I still watch Family Guy. I'm not There's going no to defend it from anybody. Yeah, but. They're, they're shaming that. Yeah, okay, there's slight shame, but there's still some humor in that one. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to okay, deny yeah. there's shame in it, but it usually makes me laugh. Yeah, but uh, getting back to the film, yeah. so this all happens where Mogera runs into Space Godzilla in space, he gets fucked up, and basically Space Godzilla establishes the big baddie of the film. Uh, at this time, we go back to basically Yuki, who's the guy who wants to destroy Godzilla, and then uh, Koji and Sato are trying to put the telepathy device on it when he comes back to his island. Um, after a series of events, they basically get the little probe put on Godzilla so they can cyclically control it, mm-hmm. and then they're like, hey, Mickey, do your thing, and then Mickey cyclically controls it, and that's when we're introduced to fucking the Dr. Okubo being a real fucking creeper, because, like, yeah. they're yeah. like, 
control it better. And she's like, well, no, we're just, we don't need they to. They were trying to raise, like, her connection, like, her telepathic connection through the yeah. thing. And, mm-hmm. like, it was getting too dangerous for her. But then the dog was like, fuck you. Pushed her aside and then made yeah. it even higher. And, and like, yeah. uh, knocked her out, basically. Yeah. yeah. Starts fucking with the knob. And before this, his two lines are, he tells, I don't know which <clears throat> character it was, but he's like, hey, guys, make sure you hit him with your bullets. <laughs> Which was like, wow, no shit, oh. thank you. Thank you for chiming in, Mr. Science. Did you get a PhD no. for that? Yeah. Yeah. They're them trying to get the tel- telepathy enhancer onto Oh, them, that's right. They only You're had right. one of them. They, they only had one, and you've seen how fucking stupid these guys are. They need to be told. They okay, need to all right, them. okay. I'm all right, still on his right. side. You know what? Fucking, I'm with Mike again on this, too. Yeah. They know their mission. They know the goddamn mission. Do yeah. they know I'm just saying, mission? I'm just saying the importance of Mr. Science is very limited. Yeah. Because he's like, hey guys, do the one thing you're supposed to fucking do out there. Then, second, he's just like, watch Godzilla. He says, like, keep your eyes on Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're on an island, on a beach, and Godzilla is around, you're gonna only <laughs> watch Godzilla. Well, no, here's the thing. The context of this world, like, Godzilla's old news at this point. They don't care. That's just a regular Tuesday. Yeah, but they don't even have fucking phones to check. It's 1994. Pagers, at least. Pagers. They're just waiting for a beach. <laughs> And they gotta find a phone on the island? Good luck with that. Yeah, right. I don't think... So So then the third move, he's fucking with the knob. I don't yeah. know. This guy... He's mm. shady shit. And he also has suspenders on. And no film has there ever been a hero that's wore suspenders. I dare say this. Uh, no, give me some, I can think of one. Terry Crews in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, but that's, that's not, not a film. Movie. Okay, fair. Terry Crews. I'm not gonna count. I'm not gonna count Fifth Element with um. Oh, with Lilu Dallas. Yeah, because she does have like a suspender outfit, but they're not dedicated to suspenders. Yeah, those are future suspenders. Those are future right? suspenders. Uh dude who played uh, Clarence Darrow in Inherit the Wind. That's a made-up film. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of this. I've never heard of this. Inherit the Wind? You can't inherit (laughs) the wind. Oh, yeah, one of the most classic movies ever made. I I left you... (laughs) In my will, son, I left you fire. Yeah, right, Grandpa. You're fucking crazy. (laughs) That's stupid. Uh, Anyways, that's a fake film. Um, Back to this one. So she gets knocked out, and then she wakes up, and she has, like, this conversation about... How mankind's trying to always fight and stop it, and then Koji's <clears> like, "Well, what about love?" I'm like, "That's not a parallel anywhere." Oh, but then he love. like, she's got Mickey's gonna stay on the island by herself, and he's just like, "You know what? Now's my chance. Well, I'm gonna try to bang." We're also getting himself. ahead of ourselves on that because like right after the okay. uh, Project T failed, what's his name and his buddy immediately got on board to kill Godzilla. Yeah, they did, and that's when they had that argument to not do it. And they cut to the scene afterwards of them talking. Mm. Though I do gotta say, when they had discussion, really great cinematography of doing that like sunset where everything's kind of in a pink tone. Mm. It like, was a pretty looking scenery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. this film overall has a lot of really good cinematography. The plot definitely is kind of weak, but like if there was like just slightly better plot, this would have been like more up there. Not to get their ratings too soon here, but anyways, <laughs> that's a weird scene where they talk about that and they basically move the plot forward of when they fall asleep that night. A bunch of people in, like, black gear come and beat the shit out of them and then steal Mickey away. And that's when we get a little mix-up of the Yakuza in this, man. I think this is the first time we've had the Yakuza in a Godzilla film. It is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, honestly, I think the idea of the Japanese mafia trying to go- control Godzilla is a far too interesting idea to be wasted in this fucking with movie. a With a psychic, too, yeah. on top of that. But you know what's not wasted? The first nudity and, oh, and naked right. man-ass we've seen in a Godzilla film. <laughs> yeah. Weird scene, too, where they... This was a little bit before this, but they cut to a scene at night where they're getting ready, and then Yuki, the old grizzled guy, is just showering, and they just show his old 
his, his butt for no no reason. It doesn't. It's not. His his very hairless body. Yeah, I was very like, kind of shocked. I, mean, I was like, I was kind of just reflexively gendering the legs. I was like, wait, what are we about to see? And then it was a man. And I was, I think I was, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Yeah. My my like monkey brain that was gendering the legs did not yeah. think uh, Yuki. This, well, it, it just it cuts from a scene where like I think it's like right at that the shower scene is like right after he tells the dudes that he wants to kill Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to. Him, his butt showering. So that we also know then he wants it cuts to... away from that. <laughs> I, well, I think well I think he wants to kill Godzilla. And they cut to that scene, so we know he also wants to bang Godzilla. I, yeah, I, I think it yep. needed to show when this character is introduced. Like he's a big dirty boy. He and is they a big need dirty to show boy. That he is growing through the story. He is growing, and then he's clean. Also, because he has an erect penis, he's jerking off. Exactly. Godzilla. He's, yep, he's jacking off and lathering his ass. <laughs> so I think that really does. It's a metaphor for growth. Yeah. You know, the ultimate growth, ejaculation. Yes. Ejaculation. Put that on a t-shirt. All right, bust out that t-shirt jingle. T-shirt. Oh, I want that other t-shirt idea we had. Get the god out of Godzilla. Oh, yeah, that's for later. Separation of Godzilla. Separation of God and Godzilla. Well, that's why they called for a prayer, right? What was the... Oh, yeah. Which was weird. He like, God bless you. Yeah, but he brought it up like a really, like... That that's later in the film. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess now we're point when Space Godzilla shows up. Yeah, and just Island. kicks the shit out of both Baby Godzilla first because Baby Godzilla goes to fight and we're like, Baby Godzilla, no, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah it was. Ba- I yeah. think Baby Godzilla was just curious, like it wasn't trying to fight. But then it got close, and then like, oh wait, you're not my daddy. Mm-hmm. No, you're, you're from space. You're space daddy. Like all children in wartime, they're exposed to the horrors yeah. of mankind. Uh, I mean, space Godzilla's powers don't make a whole lot of sense because it doesn't have like direct energy beams. Like it Godzilla looks like the, it looks like, like the Ghostbuster proton beam thing. Almost yeah, exactly. you can't really like you can aim it, but you can't really control it. One thing I thought was sweet was that they never, and it was probably through not. Uh, being good enough at making movies to explain such a critical part is like, what the fuck is the point of the crystals? Why are they, Why can they move? How do they kind of all understand what the crystals do? And yeah, Birth is Island has those thing? crystals already, and like, oh, yeah. I oh. don't think they mention. We them. forgot the place is called Birth Island. Yeah, yeah, it's made of giant placenta. More like it's Earth essentially Island. like like nice. Infant Island, Monster Island, any other island we've had in this series. It just. A deserted place where baby got little Godzilla's been living. Yeah. But it's it, one thing about these crystals, though, is that they don't explain it. And I kind of am into it because it like it gives this idea of like an animal custom that they have. Yeah. And so all the humans are just left wondering, trying to figure out with these harebrained ass like scientific theories. Are we sure they didn't deal. explain it? Because I'm gonna be honest, I was drifting in and out. They, every couple no, of they did not. They did no. not. Ex- one of us would have called. One of them it. mentioned yeah. like <laughs> energy. The it's only like, thing they ever mentioned was that he gets his power from the crystals. That's it. Yeah. They, That's it. So they they did mention that Space Godzilla came about. They theorized. Because at some point, Biollante sent Godzilla's G cells into space. Mothra yeah. also sent Godzilla's G cells into space. They that, those went into a black hole, came out of a white hole, and then Godzilla, oh, yeah. space Godzilla was born. It's, it's the right. it's it's the worst. That's what I of, always refer to when I'm using the bathroom. Hey, I gotta get pushing stuff out of my white, also, hole. my white hole. <laughs> I think this is, this is the one that, mo- that the the humans are even more pointless in this one than they usually are. Can we got space Godzilla who's only coming to Earth to kill Godzilla? Can we just take a second to honor the saying? I gotta push some stuff out of my white hole. Yeah, yeah, put that on shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> A moment of silence for my white hole. 
Yeah. Also, at one point, uh, <laughs> uh, at one point, Yuki said, "Hey, what are these canisters for?" He says, "Oh, it's to fill out all the holes." Yeah. Well, like he's got them. Like they're working for Yuki before, like uh, Mika and everybody else shows up. Yeah. And they're digging holes for him. Oh so yeah. They can plant the tear gas. Let's just jump back a little bit, but yeah. Though we, I do want to mention that again. Too. Who's in charge of any of this? Why is there not like? It's why is there not a government politics. official there being like? But yeah, if it's a politics, there should be a government official there being like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Stop doing that." Red tape over We're in beer charge credits. of part of the island. Yeah. What if it's like a like like uh, like in the way that like double O agents. Can, or kind of just they kind of just like do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. They like get intel and they get a mission every once in a while. Otherwise, they're just kind of like roaming like, around. But he's still like, going to be challenged by people who have like opposing goals of his, and like they 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 know he's there to kill Godzilla, and again they don't seem to care. You're like a bunch of SJWs, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, bunch of social I guess. justice warriors trying to fucking tell them what to do. Yeah, hey, maybe you should be able to tell women where their place. I is. feel like I don't know because. Uh, Yuki kind of, I feel like, should have been the villain. Yeah, he, I mean, in a way, they kind of tried to, and they abandoned it quickly, I feel like. Yeah, because, like, I guess he's, like, has pathos in the end. Yeah. No, he, I'm a, even yeah. though he lives to the end, like, he's designed, like, a character who should have been dead by the end of the movie. But, but he's not. But yeah, to jump back to where we left off the plot, too, it's where the Yakuza has stolen Mickey, <laughs> and... There's just so many funny, silly scenes at this point in the film where they basically, the three characters, Yuki, Sato, and uh, Shinjo, go to rescue her, and they get into a shootout with a bunch of Yakuza. At one point, Mickey uses his striking powers to lift the table up she's on so that he can shoot the foot of a Yakuza member. Well, well, that's the thing. The Yakuza member, uh, he tipped over the table that Mickey was being kept on and used her as a human shield. Which which is smart. Very smart smart move. Smart Smart move. Which yeah, but then the the character who but also you don't, bitch, don't want to die <laughs> hides behind a couch, a, a bulletproof leather couch. It's a yeah. yakuza couch. Everybody of course, it's gonna be yeah. bulletproof. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gets shot up. Like he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just assume it's it. like fucking John Wick uh, assassin hotel rules where they know there's gonna be gunfights, so that everything's just decked out for that. Exactly. And you know what? <laughs> They're handing off those weird coins and using them for other weird things. He didn't get he didn't get shot, but that boy got fucking moist. He was uh-huh. fucking soaked. A lot of moisture in this. I, I, I kept thinking like why they had uh, Mika kidnapped, and I think the only reason that that's in there because they had her stay on Birth Island. They needed a way to get her off the island and back mean, to and this, Mickey? mainland Tokyo. Mickey, yeah. yeah when I say Mika, yeah. So a lot of my arguments are going to come from why this movie kicks ass. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say, push back against your point, because why did they do it? Not only did they explain it, but this is one of the few instances in which we get a f- sincere, honest, like, self-aware answer when they do stupid shit, and they just say, power! Yeah, the doctor, basically, Dr. Okuba set it up. And he says, like, why are you like, I want power over Godzilla because we all desire power. I'm like, okay, that is a good direct answer. Yeah. yeah. And then was... you're like, this fucking nerd's going to get it. So when this all the shoot happens, <laughs> like, the shootout happens, uh, Space Godzilla comes by and starts electrocuting the building. So he tries to get the psychic helmet back online. And when he does that, he gets electrocuted to death, I assume. Yeah. We don't really mm-hmm. see it on film. I, I, yeah. I will say it's, 
it's nice that there is just a direct human villain who's not just like, hey, I want to make $100,000, or I want to open an amusement park, or I want to fucking... God, fucking... Just, there's a lot of dumb bullshit. And Godzilla vs. the Godzilla movies. Yeah, there's... If they give him more time into the Doctor's character, because like, he definitely seemed like, oh, like I want to prove my theory correct that we can control Godzilla, but then he dies a little after halfway through the movie. Yeah. And, like, uh, he... Again, like, he was like, we didn't even know he was a villain. And also, like, if he gets electrocuted to death, at least show where there's a little skeleton that shows through because he got electrocuted so hard. Yeah, something funny I mean, like that. Is. But it, I, it, it's no more than, like, 15 minutes from her getting abducted to her being freed. Well, wait a second. Right. This movie came out in 1994, correct? Yes. yes. When did the second Home Alone come out? Uh, ooh, let's see. I want to say Lost in New York was 1995 is my guess. Okay, let's see. I'm going to say... I'm going to say All right, listeners at home... Pause the podcast, go all of Home Alone 2, <laughs> Lost in New York, unpause, and then we'll find out the actual uh, year this was released. Also, how lame is it that with Home Alone 2, that they had the shovel guy in the first one, and this one is the pigeon girl? Yeah. I always thought that was stupid. Um, woman? Pigeon woman. woman. You know what? She was a woman. Yeah. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> I'm so fucking off and wrong, it was 1992. Oh, yeah. Okay. The yeah. second Home Alone came out in 92. I was gonna say, I was yeah. pretty sure the first one was 91. 92... Wow. Yeah, that's see, Home Alone really, that 1 that is 1990, so two years, but still, that's pretty early. Wow, so here's okay. the thing. Fun fact about Home Alone 2, they actually copyrighted showing a skeleton after getting electrocuted, so they couldn't do that without paying big bucks to Chris Columbus. That's true. Did they really copyright that? No, I just made that <laughs> yeah. all. It's, you, you, like, you had such confidence. <laughs> you did have such confidence, I believed it for a second. I know, you really committed to the bit so hard. I'm <laughs> like, every time you play fucking Street Fighter 2 and Blanca starts tapping Y, like, they fucking Capcom had to pay them $100,000 each time. <laughs> M. Bison does that too, I think. No, they get on fire. It's like a weird, like, purple fire when you go through no, it. You can't see a skeleton. No. I wish to. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> Every time. You know, skeletons in the 90s were really popular. Oh, yeah. Tight as hell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. Anyways, back to the Yakuza. Army <laughs> That's why. So, he, this, the doctor gets electrocuted. They don't show it on film enough where I'm like, does he come back later in films? He doesn't, but it feels that way. He does have those uh, weird glasses on that like you a see Dr. in Robotnik. anime. Yeah. yeah, kind of that have like dials on them. Yeah. That I don't know what they're supposed to do, but I've seen them in enough animes to where I think they're an actual thing. So, doctor, scientist, Yakuza, Lover. steampunk enthusiast. Yeah. This yeah. man is everything to many people. He's like, he's got a soldering gun and solder. Oh yeah, he's, he's just like, he's just, just like doing, he's, he's just, just like tapping on the outside of a computer. I just yeah, he's like crying <laughs> and trying to fix a computer. He's like, why didn't this work? <laughs> he's trying what? and what trying to fix to a computer and kidnapped a woman to explain power. He is definitely like proto incel for sure. Mm. Well, yeah, especially because like yeah. his his project T plan failed so quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is when we go back to another uh, person that was introduced earlier in the film, which was uh, Professor Gondo, who is this woman who is basically kind of spearheading it with Mickey. And he has this, or she has this weird talk with Yuki about, like, dude, you gotta let go. You don't need to kill Godzilla. And then Yuki's like, no, I gotta kill Godzilla. And he's like, okay, great, great talk. And they yeah. go yeah. off. And then basically, like, when they talk about how this is important to support Godzilla against the fight against Space Godzilla, he just goes off and pilots Mogera with other people, and she's like, okay, this seems like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's also like, they get him, I guess he was a former soldier, so it kind of makes sense to get him as a pilot, especially yeah. because he was asked by, like, a general or somebody who knew him to do it, who had, like, authority to give him that, but why are the other two dudes? 
in I, there as well. I have no clue. They're just there because they're like, hey, these are the other two heroes. Yeah, the they're film. just there to stop Yuki yeah. when he tries to kill Godzilla. Well, no, yeah. it's important you have three people in there just in case two of them get knocked out and the third one <laughs> yeah. needs to yell at them to wake them up. Yeah, oh, yeah. because he's, his his seatbelt's locked and he can't get out, so he has to just scream. Exactly. Well, they also yeah. tied his hands together because they didn't plan for like, oh, what if we fuck this up somehow and we need to save each other? Which mm-hmm. they do, of course. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, this is where they get into pilot uh, Mogera to go help Godzilla against Space yeah. Godzilla because he's taken over a part of Tokyo with his yeah, crystals. Yeah, he's... Uh, which just... is a pretty cool scenery, actually. Yeah, well, I thought it was going to look cooler because I was kind of reading the IMDb beforehand and it said like, he made like a palace for himself in the trivia. Yeah, it's more like just a bunch of yeah, crystals. Yeah, it's just a bunch of crystals. Like, he's got an area... <laughs> that would have been made, like, a... Which Superman is that? Fortress of Solitude. Yeah. It would yeah. have been sick as hell if there was an actual fortress. That's what I was imagining in my head when I read the IMDb page. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool, but, like... Yeah. Oh no, you just got like yeah. a festival area. <laughs> a festival area of crystals. So Godzilla's walking towards him to fight him. That's when Mogera gets taken over by Yuki to start attacking him. They knock him out and be like, dude, this is not the plan. And they put him in the other seat and like strap him up a little bit. And this is when the big battle happens that feels like it takes up a little too long. It takes like... up, it has to be a quarter of the movie. Yeah, mm. at least 20 minutes. Spiritually feels like a quarter of the movie. Yeah. It goes slowly. Yeah. Because, yeah, what is, what is the movie? A little under two hours? It's got to be, like, 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. It's about 145, uh, I think, clocked uh, in. No, I actually measured it. This movie is 18 hours long. You <laughs> know what? 18 hours is not too short, either. We're still opinion. watching it's, it. It's probably, like, the end of Contact, when it's just like, you just dropped right through the machine. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. But there's 18 hours of static. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably like that. We probably Wait. found, like, a rip through space-time. This is actually the 18 hours in contact with this film. Wait, dude, the whole fucking movie. <laughs> but Godzilla just looks like her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Her dad. What's, what was that? I thought more pleasing to you. Was it Vincent D'Onofrio? Was he the dad in that? Was... No, that he would have been in, he's still like in his thirties or forties at that time. I think when uh-huh. he... it was a dude from. Uh, he was also in. Um, Cop no, The Rock. He's like one of the like rogue soldiers on. Oh Alcatraz. shit! His the only ones I know good. were Ed Harris and. Uh, it might have, like was Crispin it Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Crispin Glover. That's another one that's taken some interesting choices. Yeah, well, I mean, he shouldn't have said that stuff about Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Well, hey, we all make our own decisions. Yeah. We're going to sleep in that bed. Look it up. Yeah. But anyways, at this time, there's like, the fight goes on for a while because it feels like there's a lot of times where Godzilla gets the upper hand and almost kills Space Godzilla and doesn't. And then finally, at the very end, him and Mogera team up and uh, Yuki, like, takes over piloting it to do, like, one last run to kill Space Godzilla. And you think he's going to die in it, but he doesn't. <laughs> and there's a very long delayed scene where he's going to get out of the cockpit before it explodes and then Mickey uses her, his, her psychic abilities to get him out, but it takes a really long time. <laughs> well, there's another thing where, that Martin brought up, where the, earlier on the movie, when they're on uh, Birth Island, he's got these special bullets designed to kill Godzilla that have yeah. blood coagulant in them. Mm-hmm. And you think, like, the way they set it up, he never kills Godzilla with those bullets, so you think, oh, he's going to use that bullet on Space Godzilla. At the end. Yeah. That's not what happened. Yeah, I, I think it would have been ultimate justice if he would have just used it on his fucking self. What's the yeah. opposite of a Chekhov's gun? That's my question. Chekhov's kaiju. Picard, no. Picard's napkin. Yeah, that could be right. That's yeah. not right. <laughs> um, 
going back to this though, he gets out of the cockpit after Mickey's help, and then basically the end of the film arrives after what feels like too long for the fight scene. As much as I like this one, where they're all on the beach, and it's like it's funny because they're all coupled off. So like Mickey and Koji are together. Sato is by himself, and then Yuki is with uh, Professor Gondo. Is this also when uh, when uh, they show up with those shiny jackets? Yeah, the shiny the, jackets the where they look Mario like Mario and Luigi oh, yeah. jackets with the chrome great, on the back. Great jackets. So it's like, it's like, it looks like, you know, crisscross or maybe like cross-color jackets from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like if the, the main vest part of the jacket was that, and the sleeves where it was like a letterman jacket were like shiny metallic material instead of leather. Oh, That's another one where Sick. I could tell like, and I feel like there's a scene missing where they got those jackets. Because mm-hmm. those jackets are, are too flashy for them not yeah, to Like I said, they look like thing. fighting characters mm-hmm. from Tekken. Like an outfit that somebody would wear. There was a 20-minute clueless, like, uh, fucking fashion scene where they all go and pick out new outfits. We are young! <laughs> we are jeans! Keep our teeth! Man, nice and clean! That is such a great film. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Like Supergrass. Yeah. Supergrass is also a great band. Uh, but at that point, they're all paired off except for uh, Sato, who's the young hip guy, by himself. So he runs off into the ocean like he wants to copulate with Godzilla. Yeah. Well, you said, Sean, like, Godzilla, I still owe you one. Yeah, you know. a big ol' HJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jack you off. Get back here, you pussy. <laughs> you, it's, a hu- it's a hug job because he has to use his whole body. Yeah, oh, that's dude, nice. A hug job. I fucking love that so much. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice. God, you were a genius. That's the best thing that's been said so far during this episode. <laughs> would he need like special machinery to help with the hugging? Because you'd have to like go up and down. I, I think you just need straps and like strong boots and a desire to get it done. Maybe, <laughs> strong boots and desire to get it done. That's like all if I you're, need. If you're maybe like you know when you climb a rope and like. When you're in, like, fifth grade. Oh, he's going to be climbing like, ropes soon. It'll just be like... Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe it's that motion. Just yeah. like, you can't see what I'm doing right now, but it, I'm, I'm moving my arms and, and also, legs up and down. Godzilla might not have that big of a donger either. We don't know, because it could be like a, you know, like a fucking gorilla, too. Because gorillas famously have, like, a one-inch penis, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they got tiny penises. Well, I mean, you never see Godzilla's dick, so what if it is just our normal, like, human-sized dick? It's just like... (laughs) Like a really disappointing, wide, short... But what if it's, like, a human-sized dick, but when you jerk it off, it is an enormous loge? (laughs) Oh, he comes, big time. I wanted, I wanted him to start jacking off after he beat Space Godzilla. I wanted him to start jacking off so Just put the fire out. Yeah, and he's just putting the fire out, but he's coming and just like all over the place screaming. <laughs> we, we've been over this before. Godzilla wouldn't have a penis. They'd have a cloaca. But it could, still, it could still have juices come out of it. I, yeah. Listen, What's I a cloaca? Like, I just like, it's just one hole. Yeah. It's just one hole for everything. So that's a wait. So then, how do how how do they uh, come inside of each other? They like, just, they just the put holes, the holes. On they rub the holes. Yeah. isn't that beautiful? So do you have to? Does he have to finger his own hole? I think so. Does there so. have to be any penetration? No, no, I don't think so. Here's okay. Here's my question too, because I just realized this. I just want to know how he's gonna come. Ducks do have a cloaca, but I also know ducks have penises. Cause they have weird corkscrew penises. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I don't know, but I, even then, like it's not. They call it a penis because that's what it is, but not in the same way that like a mammal penis is a mammal penis. Mm, yeah, I, I'm not a biologist. Ducks are fucked up, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, I think up. I think ducks like can only rape. Like, there's no such thing as consensual sex to ducks. Well, that's why yeah. it has a corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, so you can't. You just like as a real ugly way to root. Oh, and, and bed bugs, like, uh, female bed bugs don't have a vagina. Yeah, so they, they, they just have to pierce the back Whoa. of the female 
the bed bug. That's why, like, I think the most uh, used bug bed pesticide is actually a, like a pheromone for them. So they just fuck all the females to death. Whoa! <laughs> Damn, that's grim. That yeah. is... That's a fucking nightmare scenario. You think you're <laughs> hanging out? You got like a new house. I like the idea friends. that Godzilla. Godzilla. I just fucking called God Godzilla. <laughs> I like the idea that God, Nozilla, <laughs> was making a bunch of creatures. Then he got to bed bugs and he's like, hey, Cronenberg, get over here real quick, buddy. Yeah. I need you to do <laughs> this like, one. I need you to brainstorm. It, it, it was, tap out of new ideas. It I was late snakes and platypuses. It was like really dread. late Saturday night and he was like, I got tomorrow off. Let's just. Just stay. They. they Spoke there. They got sharp penises that go into the back of the. Uh, sharp. You got okay, stand. I'm taking it the day. No. Don't anybody fucking talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there's with the cats famously to have barbed penises too. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool, guys. So yeah, they're so weird looking I, penises. I, I do. Okay, so how? Uh, I want to. Okay, cloaca is that how you say it? Yeah. Cloaca. I just want to. I just want to play this. I, I need to have a. An image is this pretty much accepted as canon, like within within the within the room that Godzilla probably has a cloaca. I have never said it out loud, but I feel strongly yes that Godzilla have a cloaca. I, I also believe so because there have been Godzilla eggs. There have been. That's true. <gasps> we have a new game. What? what? Oh, I'm afraid to. Ask. It's a cloaca. <laughs> what is Godzilla's genital setup? I, I don't like this game. I feel like that. Like, there's not much of a game. Because we're going to know what it is, and then just our guests will well, guess. Well, we're going to have our theories on it, but like, they're, they're not going to canonically tell us that yeah. like, Godzilla has a cloaca. Or if they, I, I hope they do, actually. Well, I, I believe they know. did. They never said Ooh. the word cloaca in the uh, 98 American Godzilla. Are you but just looking up pictures of six... cloacas? Yeah, it's not good. Cloaca, I'll put chicken. It did asexually, re- asexually reproduce. In the American Godzilla, but I know that ended up not being Godzilla. Yeah, that one doesn't count. They spe- yeah. didn't Toho like specifically <laughs> buy the rights to that so they could kill it in a different movie. Yeah, the pictures, they do kill it in one of the movies. Pictures of birds fucking with cloacas or specifically chickens is very funny. Look at that. So apparently, like everything's inside, so like the testicles are up in there, and mm-hmm. it comes out of the hole. And the other hole is where the vagina and the over the ovary pipes and all that's on the I, I female chicken. I don't like this at all. I so love it's kind of it. like trying to pour one just, bottle of soda into another bottle of soda. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the power structure between the sexes would be more dynamic because there's no penetration. They're both holes together, and I think that's beautiful. And have you seen how cocky yeah. roosters are? Yeah, that's true. Oh. Well, maybe that's because it, yeah, that's true. Well, this is a weird uh, subject we just got into for sure. Also, because we're already game. done with the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, what is that? Is that called? Just shooting poop. I think it's just shooting poop, but oh, it's, no. it's, such, <laughs> it's such, <laughs> that's a t-shirt right there. Shooting poop. Shooting yeah. poop. <laughs> oh man, that's just a funny picture. Uh, yeah, it's just a bird pooping, guys. Right. I'm so glad we keep talking about all these funny pictures on this podcast. Yeah, yeah fucking get on. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was looking for like what you, you don't like to turn it on. Yeah. Fine. Listen, you want to see these pictures? Fucking get on this podcast. Start doing comedy in Chicago and be somewhat good at it, or great even, and then we'll put you on. Yeah. Okay. So fucking just can you? I guess we should leave like the link or something. For yeah, that. I'll put a link up for that. Yeah. I'll yeah. just put I'll I'll put a hyperlink text on one of the words. <laughs> If you click that, it's that bird shitting picture I found. It's really funny. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Show it to your mom. Fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Sorry. So the movie's over. So the movie's now, over. Right? Yeah. We're free. 
Yeah, and uh, I had something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was, so I guess we'll just move on. Oh, also, he talked about how proud he was of his handmade bullets led during the film, too, which mm. I thought was really funny. His artisanal bullets. Yeah. yeah. That, again, never get used, really. Like, yeah. He tries to kill Godzilla with a couple times, but he doesn't hit the middle of the belly, which is apparently Godzilla's weak point. We don't even know if he had the bullets where they'd work. He could have been just fucking crazy. It was just full of oregano That's or something. Just, just like a real artisanal product. Why would it ever work? No, that's a very good point. Yeah. I think he was just, like, some, like, deep libertarian dude who just, like, jacks off to, like, that idea yeah. of being self-sufficient and building his own, like, bayonets and stuff. Though he does, like, refuse to try and kill Godzilla again after, uh, he respects Godzilla him gets, as a beautiful creature. Uh, gets yeah. kidnapped yeah. and he loses that fight to space Godzilla. Like, oh, yeah, he's like, he's had a bad enough day. What a fucking... Oh, he's got he's, sport, I, he's sportsmanly. I guess I, we, I hate this movie. Well, that brings me to a good point. Let's get the good old rating system. So, in previous years, we've had uh, the racism be Pazuki versus non Pazukis didn't make any sense. The year after that, we had the Goro rating system from Mortal Kombat. So you have four thumbs up because he's got four arms. Mm-hmm. That one made a little more sense. But this one for this year, we're doing uh, crabs out of turtles. So uh, there's a film where they talk about crabs are the natural enemy of turtles. So we do a rating system based on that. I'm going to give this film a good solid 7.5 crabs. So like one of them is missing a few of their crab arms out of 10 turtles. So it's pretty good. I liked it a lot. There's some very slow parts at the end of the film. Uh, The fight goes on too long. But the scenery and a lot of cinematography and the wacky characters made me really enjoy this. And also Space Godzilla is fucking cool as hell. He's got crystals on his back. During the fight, he makes the crystals lift out of the ground and shoots them at him like a bunch of psychic That's projectiles. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it uh, three crabs and a half a turtle. It's like, I really want right. to like this movie because I think Space Godzilla looks really cool. And, like, if they just worked on the movie more or, like, rewritten the script a few more times... If they I just think had this cared. Could... Yeah, exactly. Because, like, I mean, King Ghidorah is, like, the best... Godzilla villain and Space Godzilla looks as tough as King Ghidorah, if not even tougher. Yeah. But they never, it never really seems to be much of a challenge because, like, even when Godzilla's hurt, he never really seems to be hurt. Mm, and yeah. then all of a sudden, they've won, and there don't really seem to be any losses. Yeah, but because of that. Did so. you consider this? Yeah, the pooping it's, bird again. It's it's the the pooping bird. If that had that. just, like, been, like, uh, spliced in there every now and then, I'd probably be saying, giving it a much higher rating. But... I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make sure I link this, because also the, the the whole layout and imagery of this photo is perfect. Mm. Like, this is something that is yeah. on a, uh, I want to say, a Baroque-level style of just yeah. imagery. That's, like, mathematically perfect. Yeah, this is something Rembrandt would have fucking put his paintbrush to. Well, like, if that picture were in Pokemon Snap, like, Professor Oak would just give you the highest rating. Yeah, and then he would come his fucking pants. Hell yeah, he would. <laughs> They have those hatcheries where, like, they have to take, like, uh, little chicks and then just squeeze the poop out of them. Oh, man, that'd be fun. Yeah. Mm. Anyways. Uh, I'm, I give this or, movie uh, three crabs out of ten turtles. Man, you guys I, really did You guys are this. cowards. This, this movie is so <laughs> You're weak. fucking slow and boring. Listen, I've, I've admitted it so many times. I'm a very weak man. This is not one You're of You're not weak though. enough! <laughs> This movie was just slow and boring, and Space Godzilla looks so fucking cool, but, like, they deserve a better movie to be in than this one. And so, yeah, it's basically like a stepdad, where, like, he looks cool, he's got a jacket, and he smokes, and then he just beats you. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love that analogy. I do not love that analogy. Huh? <laughs> yeah. do I get a rating? Yeah. 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 Ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Perfect films. This is the perfect it rating. Perfect the film. It's about the ride. It's about the emotional journey. Life's not clean. Life's not structured. It's a messy uh, parade of events. Yeah, but so is life. I love the Yakuza. I love the telepathy. I love the children in the glass triangles at the beginning of the movie. Oh, we forgot to mention that. I loved uh, what I loved the crystals. I love the theme of crystal. I think that's a really dense subject that I think film critics and historians are going to look back at this film and talk a lot about. The theme, the new, the the theme of new age thought. You know, ten out of ten. Well, well, do they ever? I don't think they even ever say the word crystal in this. Yeah. No, they don't. Which is, if it, it is a, like he's clearly covered in crystals. Like if maybe, it walks, <laughs> if it yeah. walks like a crystal and it quacks like a crystal, then it's a fucking crystal yeah. duck, and that's it's, awesome. It's either know? it's either crystals or very sharp mica. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I actually just looked up the Rotten Tomato score for this movie. It's currently sitting at one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, exactly. Thank sorry. you. Oh, well, that's what's up. That's, <laughs> I feel so vindicated, and I and. In both our opinion yeah. and also think Roger uh, just fucking Ebert, Siskel and Ebert gave it fucking two gold bars. They don't even do that rating for anything else. They, they, <laughs> they pulled out gold bars from their jackets, put it on the table, and they screamed at each they other gave it, for a half hour. They gave it three thumbs up each. They surgically attached extra thumbs to their foreheads <laughs> just so they could rate this movie. And that's back. why they're both dead now. Exactly. I like that they <laughs> come up with scores for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody... Actually, I think I think Siskel and Ebert would have been alive at this point, right? Ninety four. Yeah. Yes, of course they would have. Well, I mean, when did when, when did, did they both get assassinated? Uh, I believe uh, Siskel died in ninety six. <laughs> I thought it was like ninety eight. It might. Have, when did when did Almost Heroes come out? Because he died. I believe he died around the time that movie came out. Because it killed him. Because it's so bad. I mean, I think he already he was already in pretty bad shape. He he was he was battling cancer for a while. Uh, yeah, what a pussy. <laughs> I, I don't like that. I'm just kidding. I don't actually. Well, cancer think... was the name of the assassin that came after him. It's... I'm sorry, you can edit that out. I was just joking. Though. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll play it twice. Well, they've both both been dead for a while, so. Uh, well, he, he died in 1999. Ebert Ebert was a little bit ago though, not too long ago, like 2010, 11. I want to say almost. That sounds about right. Yeah. Probably. R.I.P. R.I.P. Right. I feel like it was a little bit after that. Probably 2012. Alright, but yeah, we've arrived to the stupid game section. Stupid games. Um, Every episode we like to have our guests on, and then we all like 9 volt batteries together to start off the okay. stupid game Hi. section. Yeah. Have you licked a 9 volt battery before? Uh, Not since I was like 12. Nice. Well, that makes sense. Oh, well, we, we do it because it's uh, in, in almost every Godzilla film, there are elements of electricity. This one, definitely for sure. In this one, uh, Dr. Science, he got electrocuted. Okay. Yeah. And right. then also, let's go to those Halcyon eras and see how it feels on our tongues again, yeah. guys. How long do we have to hold it there? However long, long you want. We decided to challenge the last time to see who could hold it longest, and Luke did it the best because he really likes it. Yeah, no, Luke. Luke, how it feels? I got a strong one. Ooh. This is weird, if, yeah. If Luke had to challenge death Ooh, to okay. a game, it would be licking yeah. 9 volt batteries, and he would win. Ooh. I was wanting to, I want to try all four of them at once. Since we've been, been doing this for so long. This one's real fucking weak. Since we've been doing this for so long, I've been doing different points of the tongue, it seems like. If you go back further, you don't feel as much. Yeah, you don't feel it because you just look like thicker. That's where it is. That's where you feel it. Yeah, that's where oh, the tip's oh, the most yeah. sensitive part. Isn't there also Ooh, isn't nice. there kind of like a like a deader spot in the very middle of your tongue? Like yeah, there's not. There's like taste buds that aren't there either. Mm. Uh, Sides are weird. Ah. Yeah, I did it. Okay. All right. Well, there we go, guys. That's another one. Doctor Science. That's another game in the book. 
And I think we should dovetail right into Clop with questions before he gets too tired because it's getting yeah. late. Crawling there and you ask some questions. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's almost one. Yeah, shit, I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> Bad. I do too. Hey, too. All right. What time y'all gotta get up? Oh, uh, not too bad. I gotta get up, like, I, I work at nine, so I still got a little time where I can get at least, like, probably a good solid six hours of sleep here. Yeah, I, think I, I ain't to, gotta do shit tomorrow. I think I have to get up in, like, six hours. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's my own fault for disliking this movie. Yeah, if you like this film, we would have known this sooner, but that's yeah. your that's your own problem. It's <laughs> funny, if you like this film, it's actually ten minutes long. If you hate it, it just never ends. Well, yeah. I was like, it is a very short movie. Yeah, I'm but... FaceTiming uh, Clopper to power move him. Hey Clopper, how's it going? We got we got Mike Kanish on it. Do you want to say anything to him? Who's here? Mike Kanish. What? Hey. Hey, dude. <laughs> That's not a FaceTime, by the way. Yeah. Oh, FaceTime audio. To, who was okay. that? Was that Luke? Yeah, that's I, me. That's I Luke. I would like some respect at this hour. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't understand what FaceTime audio is. Like, why do they still call it FaceTime? Isn't that just a phone call? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. Apple got her money again. Um, so we have some questions for you today, Clopper. They are all really great this time around. What, first off, what's your astrological sign? Capricorn. Nice. That fucking okay, sucks, and you suck. Um, <laughs> two. Correct. Yeah. Two. Can crystals make you pro-Trump? <laughs> if they're good crystals. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Fucking How make- about crystals the restaurant? Can that make you pro-Trump? I'm not, I'm not familiar with crystals. What's their kind? They're of? like White Castle, but they have a K they spell with because they support the Ku Klux Klan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> three. What's the best location for a buzzsaw? Is it on the back of a mecca or the front of a mecca? Uh, back of the mecca, so you can back of that. You can yeah, back that's true. That. I just realized we gotta give you grades on this too as we're going. Uh, so, all right. Uh, uh, I'm trying to make a back that ass up joke, and it's not coming. Yeah, because then you'd buzzsaws that lady, and that's not proper gentleman etiquette. Oh, back that brass up? Oh, there we go. This guy's just gonna get. Back that brass up. Support the boys in blue. Yeah, back of ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna high five, I don't get it. Oh, okay, you're not a class yeah. trader. <laughs> Smart. Alright. Four. Uh, should all bullets be handmade? And if all bullets should be handmade, would this change our feelings about how we feel about violence? Uh, yes, and it would make it way cooler. Okay, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, and then five. Oh, I know. I have two questions after this. Five. Do cigarettes make you cool? Uh, yeah. Fucking watch a movie, bro. <laughs> nice. And five. <laughs> if you're sterile, do you still do a cum? Yeah, I actually had a um, not a debate, but I had a conversation with a with a a, ba- a man with um sterile cum. How, and, uh, how did it become sterile? Did he actually microwave his balls? He read the Hot Pocket instructions wrong. He put his balls in it? put his balls yeah, in the he cardboard. Read, he read the Hot Pocket box upside down. And it happens a lot. Uh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh so hard that it's just really funny to imagine. <laughs> Somebody shut the microwave door in their balls. I was trying to imagine like you'd have to like be sitting on it and your balls be pulled down. And, like, <laughs> it's so but funny. But if you pull like enough to where like there's just skin to close it on to <laughs> i think i could do it but then i love the idea that he starts microwaving and he just lets it go <laughs> can, I, can i give a can i do a quick jim impression yeah yeah am i microwaving my balls right now <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, was that like his cutaway, like talking from the audience? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember the really the really bad Jim Gaffigan joke you told me you can never tell anyone. I think about it a lot. Can you tell them after the podcast? Yeah, yeah, next time you're on, tell that joke so we can have it recorded. Okay, cool. I want to go out. Can- I want to get canceled. All right, so <laughs> um, before we cancel you, Aaron, for question one, you got an A. For question two, you got an A+. Plus. For question three, you got an A+. Plus. What? Could you punch up my script for how to cancel a guy in 10 days or less? <laughs> yeah. All right, all that for question seven, which you got an A on. Question six, you got an A. Question five, you got an A. And then question four, A. You're going to honor school. You were really generous with those A's today. All right, thank you so much, Aaron. I'm sorry we called you so late. And also, don't microwave your balls, you idiot. All right. All right, bye, guys. God, it's so funny to imagine. I'm sorry, guys. I got more professional. Well, it's very funny... And just like sitting through the whole microwave hot pocket <laughs> cycle. <laughs> like he's dedicated and he respects the time of a microwave. He doesn't want to like it's open like, it. I won't know if it work if I if I short chance it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ruin a hot pocket. Oh. You know the way your balls are like nature's hot pockets. They really are. <laughs> okay. They really are. I'm sorry, guys. Instead of peanut, instead of like pepperoni and cheese, it's yeah. Um, it's should we? Do, I feel like we should just get to the recommendations and plugs because it's so late. Yeah, I think we're there. We could argue so many other kaijus right now, but we'll save that for the next one, guys. Tune in for the next Budzipi where we do this more professionally. Um, <laughs> for recommendations and plugs. Recommendations. Are we not doing what's the deal with this kaiju? 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 What's the deal with these kaijus? Another great jingle. Uh, so we we decided to dovetail back to the game section. We, yeah, apparently. We have an argument each episode of what a kaiju is, and it's a very long list of uh, kaiju... Not a kaiju, anti-kaiju, just Jew. I right, got Schindler's List. Schindler's List. We got I don't care. I don't care. We got whatever. Whatever. We got a list of pretty cool dudes. Pretty cool dudes. We got a list of not cool dudes. Not cool dudes. We just have Natural Beauty is Destructive and Unnatural Beauty is New York written down, which I still think is a good t-shirt idea. Yeah, shout out to Danny Feltz. We should get that and make a t-shirt and not give him any money. <laughs> yeah. I give him a few bucks. Uh, so I'm give him a t-shirt. Examples of past kaijus have been things like uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, American Capitalism, uh, Luke, Jolly Green mm-hmm. Giant. Uh, not kaijus have been like Galactus and Shrek and my ex-wife and Borat and Borat's fat friend. Uh, Schindler's List is just Jesus and Jeff Goldblum and Zords and Aaron Klopfer and Bigfoot and Sasquatch. Maybe Jews are like Goliath and Kingpin. I don't care. Swamp Thing. Whatever is the stupid game section. Anti-kaijus are the Grand Canyon and the Night of the Lepus Rabbits. Pretty cool dudes is just every character from uh, the from John Carpenter's The Thing. They were all pretty cool. Um, and then mm-hmm. not cool dudes is just Gary. Who I don't remember if we decided. This Gary was, was Gary the Oak one. No, or... he's the bad guy from The Thing. He's oh, the that's one, right. The, the or I shouldn't say bad, but the one that's played by Wilford Brimley. I'm gonna put that in parentheses. Uh, diabetes. Diabetes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the easy way to remember. Um, so for my argument for if this is a kaiju or not, is Godzilla a kaiju? Yeah. Yes. No. He's the kaiju. He's kind yeah. of monsters. What do yeah. you think? Uh, as far as I understand what a kaiju is, yes. Okay, I'm going to say no. 
How the fuck did it take 40 episodes for us to put Godzilla I know, on the Kaiju list? I know, isn't that silly? This is episode, I think, 44. Oh, God. So, wait, so this is... Now we determine whether Godzilla fits into any of those categories that you just outlined. Yeah. Okay. He could be Jewish. Is he Jewish? Is he kind of Jewish? No, he's I'm, a Gentile. I'm, I'm just... Yeah, he's definitely... He's definitely his disposition is definitely more Gentile than Jew. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm putting Godzilla in the Kaiju list. He's going right there underneath common hubris. That's true. That's the two things that we brought up about this. What are your arguments that he's not a kaiju? Just to be silly. Yeah. Just to be a little turd. Uh, Yeah. Cool. I mean, he is a cool guy. Yeah. He could be under cool guy section, too. He could be under cool guy. Give me some of the other kaiju. I forgot. He could actually technically be under the anti-kaiju section, because he's killed and murked so many other kaijus, too. That's true. You... That's well, true, that's true. Well, no, but the anti-kaiju, those aren't necessarily, like, a thing to kill a kaiju. It's See, I've looked the at absence the, of kaiju. I've looked at the anti-kaiju as, like, weaponized against kaijus my whole time. But the, the Grand Canyon isn't really weaponized. The, the whole argument was, like, it's, I don't a, know. it's the absence of then a explain lot of me why you saw... I, I, you saw... Explain to me why I saw a bunch of aliens coming down, carving out the Grand Canyon, saying, fuck it, we're gonna get them. Put them in this hole. This is the most ridiculous... Yeah. What's the deal with these guys? Who's we <laughs> I thought we were Scott Free. We're getting to the, the references and the pluggings because I want to go to bed and then you fucking brought me back in. He's the one who brought it up. I thought I was free. I thought it was unshackled. And here I am, fucking 12 years of kaiju right now. This is our curse, Brandon. <laughs> oh, I hate this. I'll say kaiju, arguably anti kaiju, yeah. not Jew. Yeah, definitely Gentile. Definitely Gentile. Cool guy. Cool guy, also. He's, you know, that's what I like about Edsel. He checks off a lot of sections. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put in parentheses, cool Gentile guy. Yeah. Cool Gentile guy. But anyways, to finally get out of the section and go to plugs and recommendations, <laughs> uh, I don't think I recommended it last time, and if I did, I'm going to recommend it again, because I forgot if I brought it up or not. True professional. I've been watching Tim Robinson's I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. Oh, it's fucking killer. Yeah, you so definitely good. mentioned that, but it's a great show. Okay, I'm going to plug it. You know what? So nice, I'm going to plug it twice. Because <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> I watched a lot of it again. People keep mentioning specifically the car guy from the test group one, which is funny. <laughs> but also, like, don't forget all the other classics you got. Like, the fucking party where he has the present he gives as a friend, and then he dies from eating a receipt that has turds on it. <laughs> or the fucking motorcycle one that's just, I think, a perfect sketch where a guy gets excited about seeing motorcycles. and then Oh, starts... yeah. My favorite was Fred Willard's... Uh... Fred Willard's <laughs> car- like... Carnival Organ. Yeah. He, yeah his was... face... It's called he World Series. So... I want to age like him. Well, Fred Willard is just a genius. I hope that I can be as funny as him. How cool is that he got in trouble for jerking it at 70? Then then he, uh, like, uh, went on, like, Conan and made fun of himself for it. Yeah. He he got in trouble for jerking it where? He was at porn porn theater. theater. Somebody busted it. Leave him alone. Yeah, somebody busted him. him. Well, it is, like, yeah, like, how, like... That's what you're supposed to do in a point like, of theater. Like he was 70 and got in trouble jacking off in the theater, or yeah. he got like it got raided and he got arrested with everybody off. with all the rest yeah. of the perverts. Oh, I think if you go into a fucking jerk off theater and you catch someone not jerking off, you should arrest them for being a you weirdo. Arrest, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> you should, you're and then kill them. Pervert. Fucking shoot them right there. Like this is a a nonverbal safe space for people to jack off around each other. Yeah, fucking these SJWs telling us what to do. Get out of my hair. <laughs> Were porno theaters the original safe spaces? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I don't think anybody ever felt safe in a porno theater. <laughs> yeah, they felt too safe, they became unsafe. Oh. It's how Tom Hanks got AIDS. 
That's true. Yeah. You have this <laughs> bottleneck of repressed <laughs> masculine sexual energy. Where can they be communal? Where can they express themselves in the safety of like anonymity, community, You're a right. community? Burger King. Burger King. You're Burger right. King's the original the jack-off space. Original exactly. safe the, jack-off the, space. The Frisch's big boy parking lot. Have it your way, except it's more like, have it your way. Yeah. They're doing those uh, pissed meals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I want to buy one. Wait. Because, like, I keep thinking that, like, some, sometimes Wait, I want... meals? So it's, it's in, instead yeah. of happy meals. Yeah. Like, pissed it, meals. Is it actually a P-I-S-S-E-D? I think one of them spelled that way. Like I think only one of them is called piss meal. Is it like, like the other was like I'm not fucking happy meal. It's it's just uh, it's it's this lukewarm fucking attempt to appeal to millennials through mental like vague mental health. Late capitalism is so weird. Do we have no idea? Like pure debasement. It yeah. is. I just want them to bring back the Angry Whopper. That was pretty good. And put a Hardee's in Chicago. And fucking bring back the Angry Beavers with it too. Yeah. Put them together. Hell put yeah. Them back that. No, that is something. I oh, I know. I know what I'm gonna recommend. It might not even count as a recommendation because it hasn't come out yet. But there's uh, the Rock of Modern Life and Invader Zim movies were sold to Netflix. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. So hopefully oh, we'll be on Netflix really? soon. Yeah. Hopefully that's sooner rather than later because I think they're they're done. They've been done since Man, like last I, year. Because I saw yeah. the trailer for the Rock of one like a year ago. Netflix brought back either one of those shows. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's why net. I can't imagine any other reason why Netflix would because people are still into invaders buying right? them. Because I think like yeah, like, they'd be like oh hey okay like it's probably in their contract like well, if there's popular. We're probably going to want to do a show. Yeah, Nickelodeon was expecting the Hey Arnold movie that they released last year to do better than it did. Yeah, yeah. we forgot it came out. Which, why start with Hey Arnold? Like, I like honestly, I fucking loved it. I was happy they did it. I I was very disappointed by that. Fuck movie. you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I forgot to do my plugs. I just realized. Uh, well, follow we do recommendations all together. Then we do plugs together. Oh, I don't know yeah. how this works. It's my first so time. Thanks for having me on this podcast. What do I recommend? Yeah. Anything um, you've been enjoying? Yeah, anything you like. There's an album from the 70s called Plantasia. P-L-A-N-T-A-S-I-A. Oh, yeah, Mort Garrison. Yeah, he's great, it's man. so good. Um, Mort Garson, I should say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't... I don't remember the name, but it fucking rules. Um, also, that's it. That's all I can think yeah, about. It's a good recommendation. He also did uh, Songs for Black Mass, which is a really cool one. It was made for yeah. Satanic Worship, and wow. it's all synthesizers. Very yeah. cool. It's a really cool one. And then he also just did one called, uh, I think, like, Alataxi or something like that. And it's kind of very similar more to Plantasia, where it's a lot of just cool synthesizer uh, riffs. That's awesome. Yeah. I will definitely listen to those. There, I'm going to break the mold of what I usually recommend, and I'm going to recommend a video game. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing uh, Windjammers on my Switch a lot, and that's fun. It's the new one or the... The new one hasn't come out yet, but uh, the old one, like... They they just took a lot of care to like add a lot of little of uh, extra things to just make it look more appealing. Yeah, and it's just a it's just fucking ultimate nineties pong. It fucking rules. Yeah, it's like this weird setup for a game where if they like combine like dodgeball with a fighting game, and it's really oh, fun. Sick. Yeah. You just throw sick. a frisbee back and forth at each other. So that's it's, awesome. It's real. But fun. you're like anime characters, and you like power it up. And oh yeah, there's less strategy. What's is it on a system or is it PC? It's on it's on Switch and I think PS4 and What's I know it's on Steam. Uh, it's called Windjammers. I'll Wind send Jammer. you I'll send you a trailer for it. Oh, yeah. that's a good thing. Now we can do plugs. Yeah, I would like to plug uh, the best Twitter handle and Twitter on Twitter, which is, of course, at Martin Felschman. Uh, go check it out. It's great. And then also, every third Thursday in Chicago at Bonus Round Cafe, there's a great D&D-themed comedy show run by me, Martin Felschman. 
and then also our friends Liz and Mitch, and it's a good time. We have fun encounters, and you should go, and if you don't go, you're a piece of shit, and you should be dead, and that's my opinion, and that's just what I'm sticking to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just damned half the pop. No, that's right. What? Well, you just damned, damned half the pop... I guess half the population of the world's going to this show. <laughs> that's just, a lot of people, you damn. You just damned a vast majority of people alive. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Well, you know what? Fucking Thanos, half of them, I'm doing more. No. I'll pass. Didn't have the balls. <laughs> I pass. Uh, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and plug my two favorite uh, Twitters, which is uh, Kirkman Brandon. Follow follow Brandon on Twitter, and then follow Jamie Carbone at Thick Sonic. Oh, yeah, Thick Sonic, that's right. Oh, we should also plug the Cocaine Murder Jam Twitter handle. Oh, too. okay, yeah. 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 Follow yeah. at Cocaine Murder Jam. It's follow like... Cocaine Murder Jam. It's CMJ sixty nine four twenty. It is my it, my uh, comedy group. It's called Cocaine Murder Jam. And you should come to the shows and follow the Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, you guys have a bit of an erratic schedule, but if you ever see it pop up, uh, you should go. You guys usually have been doing it at the hideout now, right? Yeah, between we do it between... Lately, it's been between Slate Arts and the hideout. Yeah, those we are both great locations. One... This month, we're going to be at Slate, and then next month, we'll be at the hideout again. Yeah, i got to make one of those. But uh, as mentioned this earlier, you should check out definitely Mike Knish online and all that, but also Cocaine Murder Jam, because you did a video where... You're reviewing it like as a concerned soccer mom writing Yelp reviews about places that don't have diet coke or diet sprites, <laughs> and it's one of the hardest I've ever laughed at in any internet video. So, dude, that makes me happy. I because I, I, when I by the time I finished that video editing wise, I was just like, just like wanted to eat a fucking bullet because I was yeah. just like so tired of looking at it. I was like so detached from whether it was funny anymore. Yeah, so we we have like a that. slight viewer base or listener base I should say which is nice. So hopefully check that. They have like a whole cocaine murder jam online. It's really funny to watch. So. Yeah, the whole deal. The last thing we filmed it and then edited it was like 45 minutes long. It was like a longer show. We're yeah. working on another one now kind of. That's really good man. Well, yeah. I feel like that's a good place to wrap it up. We got where we needed to be. Um, my two co-hosts are looking at their phones, so we're definitely done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as always, we're going to do our usual sign-off. Martin, if you want to take us away. Oh, that's right. Everybody knows Robot Man only have one plan. Drive car fast. Yeah, play that beautiful Tracy Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice, wrapped around my shoulder. Oh, hi. I didn't see you there. That's because this is a podcast. Hello, this is your district manager, Hobart. And here at NPC Inc., we stand for two things. Making you a high-quality podcast called Destined Day Jobs and whatever it is this company does. Let's meet some of your fun co-workers. Hi, my name is Stuart D. Beacon, and I'm your half-elf IT person. Oh, hey. I'm Agnes Hellman, and I'm a tiefling accountant. Hello, I am Group T. Camry. I am a dwarf accountant or CFO. And it's me, Matthias Maxwell. I'm one of your salespersons, and I love anime. Here at Destin Day Jobs, we play Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, but we've transcribed all the rules into the real world. So join us every other week for a brand new episode where four to five co-workers go on very mundane adventures so they can avoid doing work at all costs and have as much fun as they possibly can with their Destin Day Jobs. So listen in, because we make... The, the Mundane Fantastical!
This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs>